0: Hare Krishna, I welcome all to Everyday Chant Harinam conference call. Today we are we are very fortunate to have His Grace Ramgiri Daridas Prabhu from Mumbai, India to enlighten us on verse uh, 40, 18, Chapter 24, Canto 5. Uh, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and uh, Guru Maharaj. Uh, whenever you are ready, please take over the call, Prabhuji. <laughs>
1: Hare Krishna, Danduvat Pranams, all Varsha Prabhupada, and uh, <clears throat> it's always a pleasure to be in the Assembly of Devotees to discuss uh, Harikatha, Shemat Bhagavatam, so thank you so much for keeping me in the service, we'll just chant invocation prayer and then get going with our verse today. OM NAMO BAGAVATE VASUDEVAYA OM NAMO BAGAVATE VASUDEVAYA OM NAMO BAGAVATE VASUDEVAYA NARAYANAM NAMASKRITYAM NARAM CHAIVANAROTAMAM DEVIM SARASKRATIM VYASAM TATOJAYAM UDIRAYED nashta PRAYESHU ABADRESHU NITYAM BHAGAVATA SEVAYA Bhagavati Uttama Shloke, Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki. So this is a uh, verse from uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 24. Text number 18. Tato vadasta Sutale Udharasrava Punyash loka viratcho virochanatmacho Balir bagavatamahendrasya priam chikirshamane na detail Labdakayo butva vatuvamanarupena Parakshipitalo katrayo bagavat anukampaiva Punafraveshita Indra dishwa Abidyamanayam Sushamradayam Shriyad Bijut Shriyabijusta Swadharmaindriyad Dharmainan Aradhyams Tameva Bhagavantam Aradiniyam Apagatasadvas Aste Dunapi Translation and purport by his divine grace, they see Bhakti Vedam Sumshlapropa, Shlapropa the Gijai. Translation, below the planet Vitala is another planet known as Sutala, where the great son of Maharaja Virochana, Bali Maharaj, who is celebrated as the most pious king, resides even now. For the welfare of Indra, the king of heaven, Lord Vishnu appeared in the form of a dwarf Brahmachari as the son of Aditi and tricked Bali Maharaja by begging for only three pieces of land, by taking all the three worlds. Being very pleased with Bali Maharaj for giving all his possessions, the Lord returned his kingdom and made him richer than the opulent King Indra. Even now, Bali Maharaja engages in devotional service by worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the planet of Sutala. Purport The Supreme Personality of Godhead is described as Uttama Shloka. He who is worshipped by the best of selected Sanskrit verses. And His devotees such as Bali Maharaja are also worshipped by Punya Shloka. Verses that increase one's piety. Bali Maharaja offered everything to the Lord, His wealth, His kingdom and even His own body. Sarvatma Nivedane Bali. The Lord appeared before Bali Maharaja as a Brahmana beggar, and Bali Maharaja gave him everything he had. However, Bali Maharaja did not become poor. By donating all his possessions to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he became a successful devotee and got everything back again with the blessings of the Lord. Similarly, those who give contributions to expand the activities of the Krishna consciousness movement and to accomplish its objectives will never be losers they will get their wealth back with the blessings of Lord Krishna on the other side those who collect contributions on behalf of the International Society for Krishna consciousness should be very careful not to use even a farthing of the collection for any purpose other than the transcendental loving service of the Lord, O Magian, the mirror Krishna presta, the abootale, Swami Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatyadeshatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityanandam Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Gaurabhakta Vrindam Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 hare hare It's a very interesting context where uh, we are studying about the Vedic Cosmology one of the interesting aspect of Vedic Cosmology is at least this is my understanding, is that we don't understand Krishna by logic and by reasoning and by science and by knowledge and by knowing his resources. The moment we try to understand Krishna by any, or any one of these, the net result is, we get completely perplexed and the lost So the only way we can un- understand Krishna is, by behaving in a manner that He reveals Himself to us. This current context of Srimad Bhagavatam that we are in, the verse that we read, is very nicely mentioning about that particular part how the Lord reveals to that people, to those people who behaved in a manner for the Lord to reveal there are several people who have tried who are still trying to study the universe the controller of the universe and trying to strike chord with him. But the fact and the reality is that one cannot strike chord by one's endeavor, it can happen only by the Lord's mercy. So this Vedic cosmology subject matter. By the way of perplexing us, by the way of making us feel jaw dropped. Oh, Bob, oh my God, what a wonderful creation! Oh, my God, oh, my God. I mean, I'm sure when we read all these numbers, when we read all these, uh, you know, uh, positions and arrangements, we would have felt that. Oh, my God, oh, my God. And that my God, uh, He is not an ordinary person, He is not somebody who is a mature. Advaitam, Achyutam, Anadim, Anantarupam, Adyam Purana Purusham, Vedeshu Durlabam, Adurlabam, Atma Bhakto, Govindam Adipurusham, Tamaham Bhajami. So, that personality of Godhead who is not reachable by our materialistic endeavor, who is not reachable by the way of challenging Him, who is not reachable by the way of any other processes, karma, jnana, Ashtanga, who is not easily reachable by even demigods, who is not easily reachable even by Vishnu Bhaktas, but who is reachable by those whose service, conduct and consciousness Melts the heart of the Lord. So the whole agenda, the whole arrangement here is the Vedic literature they are trying to somehow or other develop that attachment, affinity to the Supreme Lord. Some people get attached and attracted by looking at the Lord's opulence. Somebody will get attracted by looking at the Lord's beauty, knowledge, fame, and etc. So, this section of Srimad Bhagavatam helps us in understanding the Lord's creation and sub-creation. By these studying sometimes we may not understand the exact context, exact details, but we will definitely develop respect for the Supreme Lord. So with that note, let's get into the specific verse which we are dealing with Harikshit Maharaj in his conversation with Sukadeva Goswami he is constantly churning, he is constantly enjoying the nectar that is being churned by Sukadeva Goswami and explaining about each and every episode in Srimad-Bhagavatam, Parikshit Maharaj's attachment towards Krishna kept on increasing. So when discussing about Bali Maharaj, even though he was part of demoniac family, even though he is classified under demon category like prahlad because of bali maharaj's action and decision he is worshiped and he is classified as a mahajana so in our discussion today We are going to have three sets of reflections and through those reflections, let's churn this current context. First reflection is about the point Prabhupada is writing. That there is no loss in this endeavor To be very precise Shala is explaining in Bhagavad Gita That in this endeavor There is no loss or diminution And a little advancement on this path can protect one from the most dangerous type of fear. Neha Vikrama Na Sosti Pratyavayo Na Vidyate Swalpam Apiasya Dharmasya Trayate Mahato Bhaya. And Shraprabhat explains in this purport it may apparently appear in the process of me surrendering to the Lord we have lost something because people will mock at us and say you are losing your youthhood you are losing your married life's most happy moments You are losing your opportunity to earn Sripad Madhavendra Puri He is explaining that Vedantists will call me will mock at me Will tell that how foolish I am. They will tell me that I am a fool, I am coward. But I will not leave the lotus feet of my dear Shri Radha Govinda. So, Madhavendra Puripad is explaining that the signs of Krishna Consciousness from the view of Vedanta's moralist family, friends, wealthy mamoids. Huh? He says, let the sharp moralists accuse me of being illusioned I do not mind Experts in Vedic studies may slander me by saying I am misled. Friends and relatives may call me frustrated. My brothers may call me a fool. A wealthy people may call me a mad. And a learned philosophers may assert that I am too proud. Still, my mind don't budge an inch from the determination to serve the lotus feet of Sri Govinda, though I am unable to do it. It's a very profound proclamation. So my first reflection is about how... Prabhupada is explaining, there is no loss in this endeavour Because in this endeavour, when we are approaching Uttama Shloka When we are approaching the Supreme Personality of God, Lakshmi Pati He is not at all interested in our resources He is not at all interested in any of our Acquisitions He is interested in us In fact, we always say That we do not want your money We want you To come closer to Krishna but unfortunately, your heart is in money, so we are asking your money. I repeat, when we are asking somebody to contribute their money for Krishna's service, it is not that we are interested in their money. If somebody says, what if I don't give money, what will happen? Nothing will happen, everything will go on as per as plan we cannot sustain we cannot preach we cannot maintain we cannot support krishna it is krishna who is supporting us krishna who is maintaining us krishna who is taking care of us the moment we start to think and proclaim we are the doers ahankara Vimudatma kartaham iti manyate prakriti kriya SARVASAH ITIMANYATE If the thought of saying, KARTA aham, I AM THE DOER, that's when the challenge is. So, my first reflection is to say that there is no loss or diminution in this process we just need to go on invest in this process and the result is multifolded we are trusting so many agencies we are are trusting so many people we are trusting so many advertisements but let us have A very strong faith in the words of the Supreme Lord. And this was done by Bali Maharaj. In spite of he was preached otherwise by his spiritual master, Bali Maharaj took a very stern stand saying that, I have given my word to Narayana, to this Brahmana, whomever he may be. I will not go back. I will stay put to that. So Bali Maharaj is a very good example for Atmanivedanam. Out of Navavidha Bhakti, Atmanivedanam is one of the process. He did offer very special respects to Vamanadev and kept denying everybody's statements and stuck to his promise that what he had given to Vamanadeva. And the net result is, he did not lose anything. So in our endeavor to practice Krishna Consciousness, we need to learn To recognize, identify That apart from our dogish mentality There is nothing that belongs to us In this world Our dogish mentality belongs to us Our ego, envy, pride, illusion belongs to us But otherwise all the resources Belongs to the supreme lord And if at all they are with us, we are supposed to be their caretakers and nothing beyond that. So when Sr. Prabhupada writes in the purport, Bali Maharaja did not become poor by donating all his possessions to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He became a successful devotee and got everything back again with the blessings of the Lord. Sudama Vipra, Obvious. Huh? So what he gave, what he had, and what he was blessed with, we all know that. So we have seen in the Vedic Vedic scripture both examples where a person did not have anything, and he gave it to Krishna, his heart, and his service, and his love. See, so he got everything back, Sudama Vipra. Dhruva Maharaj Bali Maharaj Kola Sridhara. We can go on listing such people the Brahmachari So there are several such people who were financially poor but they had a very strong loving heart towards Krishna and they got Krishna himself as their beloved and never they had to face consequences and there, there are people who had everything so much of opulence Rupa Goswami Sanatana Goswami Raghunath Dasa Goswami Pundanika Vidyaniti can list such people where they had everything where they had enough resources, they had their name, fame, power, position, Ramananda Rai, King Prataparudra. So it is not a set protocol to say that only those who have no money and love, Krishna will accept. No, if you have all money, if you give it to Krishna, Krishna will still accept. You will still become a beloved, Servant of the Supreme Lord The example of George Harrison George Harrison He gave The entire mansion Worth millions of pounds To Srila Prabhupada And he was ready to join Srila Prabhupada It was only Srila Prabhupada Who requested That please don't tell your Fame followers to the Sankirtan mission and be useful that way. So there was no loss, it was more gain, it was more glorious. So, from that perspective, we as practicing devotees should learn to dovetail, dedicate, offer, engage. All the resources that we possess, which knowingly, unknowingly we think it as ours, we should give them in the Lotus Seat of the Supreme Lord, without being attached, without having any tags attached to those resources. This is the first lesson. And to do this itself, we might need a strenuous effort. Just by saying, Krishna, I do not want, everything belongs to you, even I belong to you, we need a character. So, from this current context, we try to make that as a benchmark. To say somehow or other, I will reference it. Understand that everything belongs to Krishna. All that I possess, or what I think as I possess, also belongs to Krishna. All that that are that are coming my way, the relationship that are coming my way, that also belongs to Krishna. I am just supposed to be a caretaker and I should not try to enjoy Krishna's resources, Krishna's property independent of Krishna the moment I try to enjoy the moment I try to think independent of Krishna then I will only be simply rejected there is a very interesting example given in this regard the example is that of a human hair we grow hairs in fact we have so much of attachment towards our hair hairdressing especially women and nowadays even men are equally fascinated they keep checking themselves out whenever they cross the mirror their hair style is Both devotees, non-devotees, all of them have their own attachments. And they take a lot of care to maintain their hair. So that hair which we cherish and associate with our beauty, suppose if the same hair. When we eat food, prasadam, from our own head, if the hair falls on the food, what do we say? Chi chi. This is dirty. It's our own hair where it is plucked out of our head. So long as it was attached to our head, it was beautiful. It was adding to our beauty. The moment it is separated from the source, it is adding to our fill. Same like our nail. Nails are when they are with the body. People spend a lot of time for they are manicured, pedicured. But the same nails when it is cut out, it is considered as filth. It is considered as dirt. It is considered as poisonous. So, so long as we are in the association, in the co- in the contact of the Supreme Lord, there is no loss. The moment we get interested in having a separate identity, Shla Prabhupada writes that Bali Maharaj became successful because he was ready to donate all the possessions as per the promise made. So in our endeavor to become Krishna consciousness, so we should also try to Reference the resources and relationships and our priorities with Krishna for us to get for us to yield the necessary result. Second reflection is about how do we maintain our loyalty to the Supreme Lord, proper rights. Those who give contributions to expand the activities of Krishna Consciousness movement and to accomplish it, its objectives will never be losers they will get their wealth back with the blessings of Lord Krishna and proper rights Those who collect contributions on behalf of International Society for Krishna Consciousness should be very careful not to use them, even farthing of the collection of any purposes other than the transcendental loving service of the Lord. We spoke about the beauty of being associated with the Lord and parking all the resources that Lord belongs to under Lord's name, and we just remain as a dutiful, loyal caretaker and engaging those resources in the Lord's service. but then the moment we try to utilize some of the resources in our own personal self-gratification, that's when we get entangled. That's when we get bound. That's when we get implicated. So there are several Situations where we may be tempted to utilize the Lord's resources for our own benefit. Madhurya Kadambini very nicely explains this point. The Anarthas, one, hold Anarthas from four different directions. Anartha in a person's heart could come from his past pious deeds, because when you do pious activities, the pious activities gives us some results, it gives us power, name, fame, beauty, knowledge, these are all results of past pious activities. If somebody gets proud about it, somebody identifies them as their own endeavour, that they have accomplished all these things and by their endeavour then they will definitely be facing failure because all these things are not just because of your endeavour, it is also because of several other people so Madhurya Kadamini says Sukruthota because of past pious activities, past Sukruti Dushkrutthota because of past sins, Aparadotta, because of the previous Aparad and its impact on us. Fourth is Bhaktiadotta, the byproducts of Bhakti. Vishnatha Chakravarti says these four things are considered as the source of anarthas so while explaining about bhakti dhota this is another says while performing bhakti we should be steadfastly remain focused to look up for bhakti and its quotients rather if we try to get ourselves let loose or be a little relaxed or not be very focused then probably we may get carried away by the name, fame, followers that Bhakti may offer. So Shla Prabhupada is saying, not only physical, financial donation that we enjoy in our name or fame for building our own profile, any results that is coming out of the endeavor should be offered back to the Supreme Lord. Anyone who is trying to misuse the resources that we collected for Krishna, on the name of Krishna, for the pleasure of Krishna, for the service of Krishna and his spiritual masters, and they tend to spend, tend to enjoy, tend to misuse, then Maya, Krishna's agents, are waiting for us to punish, for our ill-loyalty Being ill-loyal, being reckless is not very nicely taken So my second reflection is in our journey to Krishna Consciousness we need to be very conscious of the fact that every achievements, every accomplishments, every growth every progress, every success that I have got is actually coming because of my spiritual master and the Supreme Lord's blessings And I am just an instrument in their hands. With that propensity, if somebody functions, what Shala Prabhupada says? They don't lose, they rather gain multifold at times. They not just uh, become successful, their success is multifold at times. Yatra Yogeshwara Krishnu, Yatra Parto Danud Daraha, Tatra Sri Vijayabhutir, Dhruva Nitir Matir Mama. So sanjaya is saying in Bhagavad Gita, the last shloka of that chapter, sanjaya is saying that wherever there is Krishna, the master of mystics, Yatra Yogeshwara Krishna wherever there is Arjuna Satra, in that place what all will be there certainly there will be opulence Shri there will be victory Vijay there is Bhuti extraordinary power and there is Niti morality that is my opinion and when these are all things coming our way and he take the credit we are classified as ravana so ravana is the one who tries to enjoy somebody else's property asuras are those people who try to enjoy somebody else's property so we need to understand that we should not enjoy we should not look up to we should not look for somebody else's property Especially if that belongs to the Supreme Lord. Rather, we should give credit where credit is due. And we should search constantly for such a credit and give that credit to that personality. Our success is in identifying, recognizing and passing on the credit to those people to whom it belongs to. And in this context, we understand the credit belongs to the Supreme Lord and the Supreme Lord's dear most servants. We don't hold, we don't get, we don't deserve to get any credit. So hence my second reflection is to end and say that if we are very careful in utilizing, dovetailing, engaging the resources of Krishna for the service of the Lord that we are safe, Otherwise, one needs to take extra care in making sure even a small iota, small portion of the collection or the acquisition is self-enjoyed. And the Lord personally monitors this, especially when it comes to His dear, near and dear ones, or In the equation. When Goswamis were there, whenever they were in trouble, the Lord took personal charge. When Srila Prabhupada was there, when he was in trouble, the Lord took personal charge. When Bhakti Siddhang Saraswati Maharaj was there, when he was in trouble, the Lord took personal charge. For the Lord to take personal charge, we need to conduct ourselves in that way also. And when the Lord takes personal charge, no one can stop. Rake Krishna Mare ke, mare Krishna rake ke. If Krishna wants to help us, save us, no one can bother. And if Krishna wants to bother us, no one can save us. So this is the lesson that Krishna taught to all of us during Mahabharata war and unfortunately Duryodhana did not understand this before the Mahabharata war commenced Krishna gave this offer who would like to have my army and who would like to have me Uh, so and the offer was first given to Arjuna and Arjuna was little uh, so Duryodhana was little confused. What if Arjuna is going to take away Krishna's army? But to his surprise, Arjuna took Krishna himself and not his army, and Duryodhana was super happy. But here, the intelligence of Arjuna is to be appreciated. In the song, Chaurashtakam, our... Bilvamangala Thakura is making a very wonderful um, prayer. He says, Karagrahe Vasasadahrdaye Madhye Madhbhakti Bandana Dhridabandhana Sam Twam Krishnahe Pralaya Koti Satantarepi. He says, O Krishna, thief of my everything, the noose of my devotion remaining forever tight, you will continue to reside in the prison house of my heart because I will not release you for millions of eons. Manmana man, man setam ma sarasi gore Karagrahe-dukk-maye-nibad-dham Labasvahe-choura-hare-jirayam dosho chitam evad O oh, stealer of my everything, O oh, thief, today I have imprisoned you in the miserable prison house of my heart, which is very fearful due to the terrible darkness of my ignorance and there for a very long time you will remain receiving appropriate punishment for your crimes of theory. So Billamangla Thakura is explaining how Krishna is the real chore, real thief and his theory is something that we need to uh, appreciate because he know what to steal and when he steals them he is ready for a punishment and look at the punishment that Mangal Thakura is giving. He is saying I will bind you the point, the reason I am trying to come up with this point is that in our journey of Krishna consciousness as a part of the second reflection I wanted to say that if you pass on the benefit to the Supreme Lord the Supreme Lord passes on the benefit multi folded times. When once Krishna was taking bath in Yamuna or in some river, so his gamcha, his towel, got fled away in the, in the river water. So Krishna could not come out because he was feeling shy. All the cloths were swept away. And at that time Draupadi was there and looking at Krishna's predicament Draupadi tore a piece of sari and gave it to Krishna for Krishna to wrap himself up and Krishna said thank you so much today you helped me I will remember and I'll look after you it is explained by one of the Acharyas that when the Lord was being bound by mother Eshoda in the wooden grinding mortar there were meters and meters and meters and meters of thread were used to bind Krishna. And the Acharya was reflecting that the Lord is trying to gather so many meters of thread, not for anything else, because He wanted to reciprocate to Draupadi and want to utilize these threads. Because in the future, he, she, she is going to face a problem, and at that time, I will reciprocate. She gave me just a small piece of cloth, But I would like to reciprocate for that in an an unlimited way. So I would like to conclude my second reflection by saying that in our journey to Krishna Consciousness, in our endeavor to practice devotional life, in our desire to become a devotee, let us learn to give credit where credit is due. And let us also try to um, utilize our time and energy and resources to give our best in Krishna's service. The third and last reflection from to today's class is about the point that Srila Prabhupada writes in this report. Prabhupada writes that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is described as Uttama Shloka. He who is worshipped by the best of selected Sanskrit verses. And his devotees such as Bali Maharaj are also worshipped by Punya Shloka. (laughs) And the reason they are called Punya Shloka is because they are obedient to the orders of the Supreme Lord. So obedient to the order of the Supreme Lord, obedience to the supremacy of the Lord doesn't mean that we dictate the terms. It means that we are dictated by the terms of the Supreme Lord and His dear devotees. Many a times we do not have this absolute surrender. Many a times we do not have this understanding of taking shelter of self-realized soul for one's progress in Krishna consciousness. So when we does not take shelter of the you know, self-realized soul, when we try to behave in an independent, reckless manner, what happens? We go in downward spiral and no useful thing will happen in our devotional journey. I will tell you a story. Once there was a Brahmana, So this Brahmana was a very nice practicing Brahmana but somehow or other he couldn't uh, train his own son to be a responsible Brahmana So in the process he died and the son did not know what to do. He never learned how to be a Brahmana and he was so lazy that he didn't learn anything else So he decided that let me try to imitate my father. Even though I do not know anything, let me go and sit on some meditation. So looking at my stature and external arrangements, sometimes some people might come to help me. So he went and sat in a meditation, kind of, to show off. So there came a real sadhu. So that sadhu... He asked this person, saying that, uh, what are you doing? So this boy said, I am doing meditation. So the sadhu asked, who is your spiritual master? So this boy said that, I don't have a spiritual master and I don't need one because I know what to do and I am doing. So little later, this sadhu was trying to gather some sand particles from the shore and he was trying to put it inside the sea then he gathered some more handful of sand particles from the shore and was putting into the sea and he has kept on doing this So this boy saw that and went to that man and asked what are you doing why are you collecting the sand particles from the shore and putting back in the sea so that man said I am actually trying to construct a bridge to cross over the sea so this brahmana boy started laughing he said that is this the way you will Construct the bridge huh? By collecting sand and putting on the sea How will you ever make? So then the, 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 the sadhu said If you can make Endeavors and you know, Try to progress in spiritual life Without a spiritual master Without a spiritual authority Then I thought I might as well Try to make a bridge in this way So this is a story from Mahabharata wherein it says Punya Shloka to get the attention of uttama Shloka, we need the attention of punya Shloka. To get the attention of punya Shloka, Prabhupada writes, the success of our Krishna consciousness is such that we behave in a manner to bring in smile in the face of the spiritual master. If spiritual master smiles at you, I was reading a... a article by Madhavananda Prabhu and Madhavananda Prabhu is uh, trying to explain a very interesting point on sadhus He gave a reference of uh, Gauru in the Maharaj. He says who is a sadhu? I'll just read a small paragraph Today some people say there is no sadhu But how can you see a sadhu? Have you got the vision to see? Yes, Sadhu is an ordinary person. He is not a living being of this material world. I am sorry, Sadhu is not an ordinary person. He is not a living being of this material world. He has come down from Krishna's abode, from the spiritual kingdom. Just as you cannot see Krishna with material vision, you cannot see Sadhu with material vision. You want to be a seer but you are not a seer. Krishna is the seer Sadhu is the seer and we are supposed to be seen. So to be seen by the Lord we need to be under the care of a seer. And here Gauravanda Maharaj very clearly says for us to be the seer, our yardstick measuring tool to be able to see a seer is totally different from what we are thinking as yardstick. Because from our perspective, everything is gross. Devotional understanding can be, uh, you know, it is just some, you know, material achievement. Today is this uh, date. Uh, but date of birth Jack Puja 7th December is when Maharaj appeared in this world so I just was reading some of the quotes of Maharaj and Maharaj was mentioning devotional life is never achieved devotional life is always awarded based on our conduct based on our behavior devotional life is awarded so, and who awards them? Punya Shlokis. And I'll just conclude my reflection by pointing out to Bhagavad Gita Chapter 4, Text Number 34. In that, Shla prabhupada writes, Seven Steps for Us to Get the Transcendental Knowledge. Those seven steps are very interesting, very unique, and we need to better understand those seven steps. We would have read this purport maybe several times, but now let us read it for one more time. 4.34 The very famous words, pranipade na Pari na What are the seven steps that Srila Prabhupada is talking about in this purport? Number one. One has to approach a bona fide spiritual master to receive knowledge. Number two, such spiritual master should be accepted in full surrender. Number three, one should serve the spiritual master like a menial servant without false prestige. Number four, satisfaction of the self-realized spiritual master is the secret of advancement in spiritual life. Number five, inquiries and submission constitute the proper combination for spiritual understanding. Number six, one must be able to pass the test of the spiritual master and when he sees the genuine desire of the disciple, he automatically blesses the disciple with genuine spiritual understanding. So, getting the blessings of genuine spiritual understanding is the seventh step after six stages are finished. From accepting a spiritual master, to surrendering to a spiritual master, to be a menial servant to the spiritual master without false prestige, to satisfy the spiritual master, to inquire from the spiritual master, to be able to pass the test of the spiritual master and finally be a student recipient of his mercy. So I would like to state that as a conclusion, that for us to get the blessings of Uttama Shloka, we need the blessings of Punya Shloka. And for us to get the blessings of Punya Shloka, we need to behave in a manner, conduct ourselves in a manner, in the service of the Lord, without any personal motives. And naturally, we will attract the attention of self-realized souls. So I would like to stop here and take up for any questions or comments or reflection in this current context. Karantara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. So are there any questions or comments? I'll be happy to respond.
0: Hare Krishna Prabhuji, dhanavad Pranam, such a wonderful class. After a long time, I could join and I hear you. So thank you so much for the point. And in summary, you were explaining about, um, there was one sentence you said that when spiritual master Sadhu look at you and smile at you, Uh, but the sentence was uh, incomplete. Then you started another topic. So uh, do you remember what you wanted to say?
1: So basically what I wanted to say was that uh, Prabhupada mentions that when the success of the spiritual life is to behave in a manner where you bring in the smile in the face of a spiritual master. So when a spiritual master turns towards you and smiles at you and says, Wow, very nice at least our spiritual life begins our spiritual life is established and that is classified as success, to make the head of the spiritual master turn oh wow, superb very nice, to do that we need a, we need a character we need to work towards that and that's the goal of disciples um, you know in the spiritual journey does it make sense?
0: Yes, Prabhuji, yes, thank you so much for explaining very nicely. And uh, yes, uh, happy best puja to you uh, and uh, all of
1: us. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, anybody else have any other questions or comments? Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, thank, thank you so much for... Such a wonderful class, Prabhuji. Yeah. My takeaway from the class was uh, there are so many points, but I registered the bhakti should be awarded, not earned. Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Isn't it such a profound statement? Because which uh, means you work in seva, adhikara, Diek or nijadas. So correct. Fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank, thank you so much. Yes, thank yeah, all
2: you. So Any other comments, questions, reflections? Okay, so maybe we can... Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Madhara Pranam. Thank you so much for the wonderful Nectarian class as others are mentioning. And we, we are uh, also going to have a class tomorrow with you again. So. We are very fortunate. Uh, so, uh, Prabhuji, like uh, you were saying that uh, when uh, you know we are doing, uh, uh, there's a benefit. Like for example, if we go to the temple and give some, uh, you know, money or do, uh, you know, like uh, then uh, uh, there's benefit also in there's benefit in that, you know, in every possible way, right? Yes. Uh, but most people do not see it like that, you know, because they, uh, uh, and there are several people who don't, uh, it's mentioned in the Shastras also that so much amount of income you should give, you know, that is good for us, especially for the grahasta. Okay. Yeah. So the thing is that like, uh, the example that comes to my mind is Dhruva Maharaj. Like, you know, he was asking for like a bigger planet than his uh, father and then You know, Krishna gave him the Dhruva Loka itself, although he didn't want it after seeing, uh, you know, Krishna, he didn't want to uh, want the planet, but still Krishna gave the planet. So uh, the the thing is that if a devotee is rich or poor, uh, you know, uh, uh, like, you know, if he's poor, then there is chance that he can, you know, be struggling in doing job and making two ends meet. And if he's very rich, then he could move around with you know kings and opulent people and all like that. So, how does the protection aura come from Krishna in both the situation?
1: Krishna, he.
2: Um, um, can you give an example? To uh, you were saying there, many examples The one example you can give. I give I gave two sets of examples. In case of
1: uh, Kolovich Sridhar, Sudhama, Bali Maharaj, Dhruva Maharaj, they yes. all did not have anything. And they prayed to Krishna, they, uh, you know, with uh, somebody did with uh, intentions, somebody did without um, uh, any, any other attachments. So they, when they approached Krishna, they got so much of opulence in return. Sudama got opulence, Dhruva Maharaj got opulence, Kola Vajra got opulence in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu telling him that I am yours from now on and we have Bali Maharaj. here, Prabhupada mentioned the purport that he has got uh, his uh, entire, uh, uh, originally what Indra thought that uh, Bali Maharaj should become a pauper and he should be, you know, defeated, but the way Bali Maharaj defeated Indra in this case by, you know, surrendering and serving uh, uh, Vamanadev he got twice better than what he got earlier so these are all the cases where we have received blessings even though we have been in a pauper or poor condition and there is another example I gave with respect to the rich people whether it is Pundarik uh, you know, Vidyanidhi whether it is Raghunabdha Goswami Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami and uh, you know several such people where they had Lot of riches, opulences and they dowtile those opulences in the service of the Supreme Lord. And they dowtile the opulences in such a manner some of them even fully gave up and eventually became a pauper by choice. And uh, the way they got uh, recognized and success is also very well known to us. So I was just trying to say that as Kunti Maharani mentioned in her prayers in Srimad Bhagavatam that Akinchana Gocharaha. So, Krishna, uh, she is trying to mention that when anyone comes closer to you, you make them as a paupers, you make them as beggars, which is what the song of Chaurashtakam uh, itself. So, Bilvamanga Thakura says that you are such a thief that you make everyone, everyone else. He turns his surrendered devotees into paupers. And wandering homeless beggar. Alas, such a fearsome thief has never been seen or heard in all the three worlds. So, from that perspective, uh, you know, Krishna's credibility is if you surrender unto Him, He can even make you a pauper. So, the message here is Krishna consciousness is to be executed independent of any of this uh, reciprocation because it is left to Krishna. Whether he wants to make us rich or poor or pauper or you know, multi-millionaire, that is in his prerogative, it is in his hands. Our duty is to just to stay put and doubt our time, energy, resources in the service of the Lord. And that way our spiritual life will be much more safe. If we try to go act intelligently, act uh, you know out of the context and trying to prove a point, then we are the losers. Making sense, Guruji? Hare Krishna?
2: Yes, Prabhuji, sorry, I was muted, I was muted. So, Prabhuji, like, uh, you know, I, this is, I'm just speaking in reference to myself. So, whenever any service is done, you know, in the temple or to a devotee, that one thought comes in the mind, oh, let me do this service because, you know, it will be good for my my life. And then normally what happens, I don't think of spiritual life, I think of material life. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So, So, uh, so in that sense, even if I'm doing the seva, I'd say, you know, like helping devotees in the kitchen or something or the other, you know, like kind of building that trust and, you know, uh, doing uh, in the eyes of devotees, you know, but then the thing is I'm doing, but behind I'm my thing is not like, you know, this uh, selfless service and all that. So will that also help?
1: For sure. That kind of attitude? No, no single endeavor that we have taken towards Krishna. Is ignored by the Lord but for sure we need to know that for us to enter the access get access to the spiritual abode we need to be absolutely clean from our self-centered propensity anyone who comes in any type of contact with Krishna is glorious but at some point in time we need to realize for us to transport ourselves back to the spiritual abode we need to be going above and beyond all the bodily and external needs and try to get a heart-to-heart connection with the supreme Lord.
2: okay so in other sense like selfless service yes just do the service that you're doing
1: for Krishna Yeah. yeah eventually I mean to begin with you get in some form of connect a thief was listening Bhagavatam class the Bhagavatam speaker described about Krishna and when The thief heard attentively and followed the trail that the Bhagavatam speaker spoke. He he landed up in Vrindavan forest, searching for Krishna. Where are you? Where are you? So, with that eagerness, he is able to. uh, he is eventually able to get krishna's attention so the message here is that somehow or other we need to uh, come in contact with krishna by hook or crook then rest krishna will you know work with us through us so long as we are
2: not going to you know commit any grave
1: offenses krishna will look after us
2: Yes, Prabhupada, thank you so much. Because, you know, you. so so many years we, we, we have gone through and that uh, self-propensity is there. It's not going to vanish just like that. <laughs> it will take some time, you know. Yes. But we keep it on serving. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.